HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by the Dairy Farm Families of Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board. Did you know that today Wisconsin produces more than 600 varieties, types, and styles of American, international style, and original cheese that win more awards than any other state or country? To learn more, visit eatwisconsincheese.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The Welcome back to the Speakeasy. I'm Damon Bolte. My name is Souther Teague. Souther. Hey, buddy. How you doing, man? Dude, I'm exhausted. Congratulations Thank on your you. new spot. Yes. I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. Nice. Uh, Dave's in the studio today. Fully artist. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so I, opened, how, how I opened... How many days has it been now? Five days, man. Five days. Five days since so the new bar has just opened. Just opened Coup. C-O-U-P. Coup, like an uprising. Um... So it's at 64 Cooper Square here in, in Manhattan. Coo. Coo. Cooper Square. Uh, so what we're doing at Coo is um, it's a charity bar. We are donating 100% of our, chari- our profits to charities, uh, and we are funding the charities that are being uh, defunded by the current administration. That is a coup. That's why I call it coup. That's amazing, man. Such a great Such idea. Such an awesome space. Yeah. Thank um, you. Oh, yeah. Heather, you've been there. Yes, I have. Um, <laughs> so, and we're also doing guest bartending, which I know you're going to do one oh, as yeah, well. Definitely. Um, we're doing three nights a week right now, um, but we're going to expand that to five nights a week. We're always going to have a guest bartender in the house um, making drinks for their charity of choice. So when you come on, I don't know what you're going to give to the, the Damon Bolton oh, Fund. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Bolte, guitar and motorcycle fund. Yeah, maybe. Uh, or what have you. Uh, but it's going Hot swimmingly. Fun. I'm exhausted. I'm scaroused. Right? A little scared, a little aroused. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a whole lot. <laughs> that's a lot, man. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so there's that. Come on, yeah. down, come on down to Coo and have some drinks. Uh, stand up and, t- what's it? what do we say? Take a sip and take a stand. There you go. Give and partake. Nice. Come on down, very to cool. 
Anyway, yeah. who we got in the studio today? She's, we have already chimed in. a very, very amazing buddy of mine. Yes. Um, we actually, we just met a couple years ago, and we become fast friends over those couple years. Very quickly. Um, over yeah. hangovers at uh, Tails, so. Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> at your mama's. At your mama's. Yeah. <laughs> Bar and so, <laughs> yeah. so today we have my good friend, our good friend, Heather Ash. Hello. Uh, in the studio. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm super stoked about this. Yeah, first time, right? Doing it. Yeah, first time. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there, I see uh, a bunch of tequila sitting whole around lot the of studio. Tequila. So, yeah, uh, whole lot. we're going to get into that. So, uh, everybody likes tequila. Yeah, I'm usually traveling around with a purse full of it. So, yeah. That's good. Good party. <laughs> <laughs> Come Life's on. hard. Yeah. <laughs> Not a bad friend to have. So you've been, uh, I mean, you now work for, you have worked for Trauma Tequila. Actually, today is your two-day anniversary with Trauma Tequila. Two-year right? two anniversary. Yeah. Two-year anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super stoked about it. It's I didn't, awesome. I didn't realize it. Like literally today? Literally today. Oh, I signed great. my contract two years ago. Yeah. It's Happy great anniversary. Thank nice you. job, Tromba. Good catch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, but this is not your first dance. You've been in not. and around this business for some time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm super old school, especially New York bar person like 15 years of bartending or something like that under my belt before <laughs> we went brand side but yeah so this is but this is my first brand job and it's been awesome and chomba is just like fantastic and it released in the market two years ago right when i came on and it's just been doing really awesome it's been an awesome product to get behind for the whole you know duration so. and that's, that's pretty cool yeah. i didn't realize that you got on right when they got to the market so you, oh yeah you, yeah you know every bit of the evolution of this brand in this market yeah and it was a kind of awesome opportunity because um after leaving like milk and honey i was kind of like well where do i go what do i do after that and all that other stuff and it was you know because that was such like an iconic place to work um and so i kind of found this company through sam ross at attaboy he's the one who hooked me up with it and uh, it's kind of was like given to me as like, you know, like this product will be what you make it in the market. And that was kind of an awesome opportunity as a brand person, especially a new person to, yeah. you know, that side of things and whatnot. Right. Kind of blazing. You get to blaze your own trail. You yeah. Don't, you don't have yeah. to follow anybody. You don't have to yeah. I mean, fill any shoes. Yeah. It, it is what like, it, it is what I make it. And that was so awesome. So that's great. Well, let's yeah. talk about your history a little bit. You've, sure. you've already dropped a couple of bar names and. Well, you dropped a bar name and a famous name, so... You, you, I do know this, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, 15 years in New York as a, as a, a bartender prior to becoming a brand person. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you? Is it your rep, ambassador? What's your... I'm a brand ambassador. Brand ambassador, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. cool. I don't feel like I really know the difference, but... Yeah, I, it's I kind like of people, blurry, like, like have from titles. company to company. <laughs> I feel like have titles I want to go with their titles. Um, so you're the brand ambassador. Um, yeah, how did you get started in our... In the our, whole our little you know, world of booze, whatever yeah. this is, um, we do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually started off like super young. Um, I'm from the area, and so I was like working at Tower Records on Broadway and Fourth Street. Red. Yeah, <laughs> little little punk kid with a bad attitude, which not a lot of has changed. But um, <laughs> so yeah, so I was down at McDougal Street, and I was just chatting with like a bar owner at McDougal Street Ale House, and like it was an old drunk guy. You know, ownership has changed, so you know, <laughs> no shade or anything. <laughs> but he was I like, mean, I'm, "I'm pretty old, and I'm having a drink right now." <laughs> yeah, not the same. But um, <laughs> so uh, he was just kind of like. I was just ch- like chatting with this dude, and I was like, "Yeah, I want a bartend," you know, like you know, throwing it out there. And he was like, "Yeah, you'll do. Show up at noon." I was like, "Okay, cool." You'll do. 
<laughs> You'll do. You're You'll adequate. Do. Yeah. And I like showed up and like the guy that came in to train me was like still drunk and was like, this is how you use the register and like left and like figure it out. And it was like, great. So I did like a lot of years of like, you know, like dive bars and like, you know, everything from dive bars to restaurants to like running gun, high volume and all that. For, like, well, yeah, so time. either way, it sounds like a weird starting yeah. experience, but it's still, you got bitten by the bug. Yeah? Super bitten by the bug. Yeah. I loved it. You know, I just loved like talking to people and like just the whole atmosphere and everything like that. I got super into it. Um, and then like, maybe, I guess this was like 2007, 2008. Um, I got into like cocktails and actually like, you know, paying attention to the quality of what mm-hmm. I'm putting out there and things like that. Um, in like 2008, uh, I got hooked up with the people from Inateca when they opened up Inateca oh. Liquori. Um, Wait, on, was Heim Dowerman there back then? Yeah. Holy shit. Actually, yeah. What a small world. Yeah. So <laughs> I it love was, it. it was, I got <laughs> hired by uh, Matt Piazzatini that owns Up and Up. Yeah. Yeah. And he's awesome. Um, and like... Dan Greenbaum was there, um, Joey Vargas, Matthew Houlihan, Heim Dowerman. Yes. So it was like an awesome starting crowd. And like we kind of all just went and stayed in the industry and we're still all like super good friends. And so like that's just kind of how it all happened, you know? Wow. And now we're a big old, you know, mildly drunk family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you went from Enoteca. Where'd you mm-hmm. go? Because they ended up not making it, right? That's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's gone. Um, I did a bit of restaurant management like immediately after. Um, and then I just got back, I got back into like bartending. I, by doing the beverage program at Allswell and when they first opened up mm-hmm. and through that, um, we opened up beloved and just did like a bunch of consulting and managing and bartending here and there. And then I went to gin palace where I met you. That's there. right. <laughs> oh, the gin palace. Oh, the gin palace. <laughs> um, gin palace and Cienfuegos and then on to milk and honey. So yeah. And then that was it. Unreal. All that it's a hell of a run. It yeah. is, man. From what, what was the name of the first place again? The Ale House? McDougal Street Ale House. McDougal Street Ale yeah. House. Yeah. There's a lot of like to, cores and stuff going to around. Milk and honey. Yeah. <laughs> that was a jump. <laughs> but, but I think it, it's, it seems that you took some logical steps. You know, you didn't, it wasn't just yeah. a, a radical le- yeah. left turn. Yeah. You, you, you know, I think uh, it I makes mean, sense to me. You know, like I, yeah, I was, I was a chef at places like, that were Michelin starred. But I started, you know, my yeah. very first cooking job, I was at the Waffle House. Yeah, like some <laughs> yeah. humble beginnings, like man, like the growing overnight up. Guy. Yeah. I had to deal with, like, the late night drunks and the early morning breakfast, and I can still fucking cook eggs fast. <laughs> <laughs> right? I can't at all. Yeah. <laughs> but that means that, then you know, you get that appreciation, and you start to see that there's a little bit more to it. You even said it in yeah. your thing there. You, you, you saw that you could be, I think you know, your phrase was something like, you could be better at what you were putting out, what you are producing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started caring about, like, the quality and, or like, just, learning about, like, the details and kind of just, you know, stepping it up, stepping up my career. It's just kind of, you know, natural progression of where it went. So, yeah. 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 And then, like, doing all, like, the consulting and, like, management and stuff like that, I kind of liked, like, you know, the back end, you know, end of things. So, like, going into, like, you know, selling tequila and sales and things like that was kind of, like, where I wanted to be. Yeah. And growing up. (laughs) Two years in and you're, you you seem pretty happy. Oh, yeah. No, I love this. I see you you out and about at bars and stuff and you're always, like, you got a big smile on your face. Yeah. 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 Is, is, what, is it? Uh, I also see you a lot at Lucky Jack's, which is you know, uh, yeah. Where we, we twisted dial back to the dive bar. Right? Yeah, that's like my office. That's on my street. Basically. <laughs> it's, literally, it's like not even two full blocks from my apartment door. Yeah, the owners were like <laughs> yeah, my bartenders when I was like probably like 
18 or something like that. I would like go into Bull McCabe's when they bartended there. And then, oh, wow. so like, that's how I know them. Like they're just like old, old friends of mine. And then I was even there like the first day Jack's opened up. So yeah, I love that place. Do you live near there? Cause I'm two no, blocks but away from there. I live but I see you there. Okay, yeah. yeah and, and, and I take liberties in there. I like leave, you know, <laughs> this is like, it's yeah. like your office away from home. Basically. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I need to print something. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great, I mean, as far as, you know, just good, solid neighborhood bars go. That's a great yeah. spot. Yeah. Oh, it's such an awesome spot. spot. Yeah. Totally. Well, speaking of great spots, mm-hmm. looks like we're at one right now, mid-show. We so we're going to take a quick break and hear from the Wisconsin Dairy and Cheese Board. Because uh, we're always talking about how much we want a cheese board in here, but no one's delivered yet. <laughs> so we're going to hear from them. Uh, we'll come back and then we'll talk more about the meat of what you do on a daily basis now. Sweet. Drink and we'll tequila. drink some tequila. Oh, yeah. Be All right. right. Be cool. right back. <laughs> <laughs> Today's program is brought to you by the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board. Wisconsin produces the world's best cheese, period. Why? Lush grasslands, glacial water supply, fourth-generation cheesemakers, combining old-world tradition with the new ideas and highest standards. The very best milk. What do you think of when you think of Wisconsin cheese? For me, I think cheese curds, delicious fresh cheese curds, or deep fried cheese curds. Cheese curds literally any way, any time, any place. I think about Andy Hatch and Upland's Cheese Company, the operation behind the Pleasant Ridge Reserve cheese that's literally America's most awarded cheese. I think of the deliciously stinky Limburger and its long-storied history. I think about Raleigh's Dumbarton Blue, a perfect blend of English-style cheddar and notes of blue. I think of Emmy Roth's Grand Cru Chirchois, which was named 2016's World Champion at the World Championship Cheese Contest. Wisconsin is like the world champion of cheese, and once you start reading the list of cheeses made in Wisconsin on their website, you can see why. The Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board is a nonprofit organization funded entirely by Wisconsin's dairy farm families. Read more at eatwisconsincheese.com. And as soon as you're done listening to this podcast, eat Wisconsin cheese. It's a no-brainer. All right, we are back. You're listening to the Speakeasy on Heritage Radio Network. And today we have our good buddy Heather Ash in the studio. And we're just talking about like kind of coming up through the uh, the ranks and, you know, getting getting to where she's at now and like working as a brand ambassador for this awesome tequila company. Super rad stuff. If you if you haven't had it, just swing by Grand Army because I definitely carry it. And I we, got it at Coup as well. Yeah. yeah. You're on so, the bar. Uh, yeah. Sweet. So, um, yeah, you know, it's funny. It's like, yeah, so they kind of alluded to it in the first half of the show. It's like, you know, kind of like paying your dues and like kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, graduate into like a position. Uh, you know, it's it's a lot easier to just jump into like, like brands and, and cocktail bars these days because they're so like the opportunities are out there, you know? Yeah. I mean, frankly, this, this whole side of our business is it's still relatively new like the whole notion sure. of localized brand ambassadors like i yeah you know, when- i remember when i was doing buying like even like five years ago i like i wasn't being you know like you know i, I wasn't having reps coming in like right. constantly there wasn't like you know 
trips and things like that going on. Like that wasn't like that common. You know, you had to really be like an right, exceptional is, account to get something like, eight, like that. Eight years old, maybe ten would be yeah, pushing yeah. it. Like yeah. there were certainly the kind of the global dudes who were running around. But mm-hmm. now it's very localized. You yeah, know, you, yeah you it was your, very distributor. Especially forward. here in New York, you've got it's such a big market. But like even yeah. when you go places that are like. I was out in Cleveland, you know, and like some brand reps came to the thing I did out there and like, like I don't know. say Cleveland. Yeah, well, <laughs> I did my tour. I did all the lands. I went to Scotland, yeah. England and Cleveland all in okay. one trip. We call that a rock and roll triangle right there. That's where all the big bands. That's how the big bands do it. Yeah. So now you're you're into this position where, mm-hmm. um, the, again, somewhat new. Uh, to even have them, and then again, you've taken on a brand that you took. You took the position right when they got here. Yeah. So you're 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 like a whole learning curve of your own. Yeah. How, where, where did you find like? Um, how are you figuring it out? Is the big question. Um, like are you reaching out to your friends? I know we all have friends or other brand yeah. reps. You reach out to them and be like, hey, how do you fucking do this? Yeah, <laughs> and like I said before, like you know, like when I, I want to do this <laughs> thing, how do, I, how do I do it? I don't really know what I'm doing. Um, yeah, uh, like I said, like when I was doing buying, like there wasn't like a whole lot of brand reps like coming in, and it wasn't like the way that it is now. You know what I mean? Where like I'll sit at a bar and I'll know like five other reps that I know sitting at that bar, <laughs> like right. whatever. Right. <laughs> like that wasn't really like a thing, so I kind of wasn't really sure how it was going to go. And also. Uh, <laughs> There it is. And pouring um, some tequila. Yeah. Um, you got a patient. <laughs> and also, like, getting started and working for a company that's, like, an independent, a super independent brand, um, and just kind of, like, figuring out, like, on my own, you know, it was kind of like a grassroots operation yeah, sort like of out what situation. Yeah, what you actually can do. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't have a big company or coworkers, like, backing me up, so it's kind of mm-hmm. like, all right, so I'm going to yeah. call my buddies from there, and then I'm going to see if my buddies can call their buddies, and yeah. then we're going to get this going. Sure, you got a little bit you of You know the, what I mean? You got a little bit of the smartest guy in the room syndrome, right? Have you heard that phrase? If you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong room, but you're the only guy in this room, right? <laughs> yeah. So you have to reach out to other people to yeah. gain their knowledge and wisdom. Oh, totally. Yeah, I've had like a lot of like, you know, initially like a lot of especially like independent uh, brand people like, you know, be like, all right, so this is what this is kind of where we need to go and, and stuff like that and give me like, you know, like pointers and things like that. And yeah, so pretty decent. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, man. I know that so there you and I have both kind of we've dabbled in like kind of like brand ripping you know we can yeah i do some mm-hmm. social media work mostly for uh, yeah. Mara montenegro from time to time yeah. uh, through through jason's yeah. critical mass i work with brooklyn gin but um and i've but, done some like, work for one-off stuff i've never done yeah. st- with the exception of montenegro i've never done anything where i got a, a steady check right it's all one-offs i've done tons yeah. of one-offs for like but like jägermeister so, for that bronca like yeah all but the bitters. This, this kind of like freaks me out, like because I am terrible with spreadsheets, and I'm sure that takes up a good portion of your life. <laughs> solid, yeah, solid amount, <laughs> solid amount of my time. Yeah. Um, Are you a big tequila fanatic prior to this? Uh, Are you a big tequila fanatic now? I'm a big tequila fanatic now. I kind of didn't really understand like the depth of like agave spirits and stuff like that. Like you know, like I'm I came from cocktails and things like that, and it was just kind of like okay, well, like. I kind of started with Tromba. Let me rephrase that. I kind of started with Tromba when, like, that big agave push happened, like, two, and a, two, two and a half years ago. Um, and that's kind of when I started, like, really getting into it. And, like, I know it sounds, like, really cheesy to say and all that other stuff. But, like, I went in because I wanted a brand job. I wanted to, like, you know, I didn't feel like I could be behind the bar anymore. I didn't know where which bar I would go to or what program I wanted to do. And so, like, you know, when I went in to talk to, like, the Tromba people, like, you know, and they, and they tasted me on it, I was kind of like, oh, damn. Damn, dude, like this is this is 
decent. Like, this is really, really, really good. You know what I mean? I was like, I didn't, you know, I, I had all the faith in the world in them, but like, you know, it kind of like surprised me and I kind of just like learned what agave spirits could be. You know, like a lot of that education wasn't around a couple of years ago. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was there, but you know, I feel like you I have it's, to. It's coming. It's coming in waves, man. Yeah. yeah, it does. And I think the best way is like, it wasn't as immerse, accessible. You have to immerse yourself yeah. in that. Yeah, you know? but you got you got some some you know kind of titans out there who've been the first wave. I think this yeah. is that second wave yeah. though that comes ripples from mm-hmm. that, right? Because you got like Bobby down in Texas. Being, I, I don't being think a that true there's... tequila advocate Phil Ward here in New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, my well's been open now for Ryan Fitzgerald, say seven or eight years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like, but I feel like in New York City. I don't know. Maybe I'm just wrong. Maybe it's just what I maybe I just don't notice it. But like, it's not really a huge tequila town. This is like we, this city was built on like whiskey and gin. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. I know the information's out there. If it's going to be anywhere like in the world, like to just be able to pick like a spirit category and have like a huge support group of people who like can give you this, all the information. It's New York City, right? Yeah. But, but I feel like it's more like shit and whiskey focused. But like, you know, then you go to the West Coast. And I mean, maybe it's just the circles that we run in. You know, uh, maybe uh, it's you know we we tend to hang out at you know these these uh, you know what's the word I'm looking for? Not austere, but we hang out at these places that are like really driven by classics and yeah. classic cocktails are built on whiskey and gin. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. like the programs are built around that. I've always kind of been a tequila fan. In fact, there was a, the, the, my three years, I lived in New Orleans for three years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they tell me, um, <laughs> my three years <laughs> in New Orleans, I, I was a big tequila drinker, mm-hmm. um, because, uh, uh, it's so oppressively hot down there and tequila, mm-hmm. I don't know, seems lighter and fresher to me than whiskey when I'm in a hundred degree, hundred percent humidity, yeah. <laughs> with New Orleans. Um, um, and that was, you know, 15, 17 years ago now. But yeah, the education wasn't there. I was drinking, you know, just whatever they poured. Blanco yeah. tequila is all I would ever say. And I don't even pay attention to what they poured. Yeah. I just wanted tequila in a frosty cold. I think I was probably drinking Budweiser. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I didn't know you then, but that? I But I got a feeling. I was drinking Budweiser if, if they had it in a bottle. And uh, if uh, if they had a beta, I was drinking a beta. Mm. Mm-hmm. Drives me nuts in this town that everywhere you find a beta, it's always a beta light. They don't. Why, why do, New York, sell a beta. It's better than a beta light. It's it, a beta. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Send us a case. Yeah, we yeah. expect some for the next show. <laughs> a beta, a beta amber, please. Yeah, I was gonna say a beta amber. Um, anyway, so we've got. I poured some, you know, yeah. for the people to hear, and I probably already sipped on some while no one was paying attention. Ooh, um, but you brought us three bottles of Troma, three expressions. All this is your whole line, right? This three, is our line, yeah, three, right now. Three marks, as they say. Three marks, so yeah. you've got a, a Blanco, a Reposado, and a an Añejo. So mm-hmm. let's start with some Blanco. Talk to me about yeah, this. totally. Well, I'm just going to give you a little background on Troma, like, yeah. as a yeah, company yeah, yeah, generally. Um, so, yeah. So we've been in New York for two years, like I said, a couple times. Um, but... We have been in production for over seven years. We initially launched in Australia and Canada because we have a couple owners that live there. And so we tested out those markets first. Became the number three premium craft tequila in Australia, the number two in Canada. Um, We're kicking ass in Toronto, which is kind of awesome. Um, And then they came down to the U.S. Um, So we're in New York, Chicago, uh, and California as of right now. And D.C. We're going down to D.C. next week. So if anybody's New York, Chicago. What would you say? L.A.? Um, New yeah, York, New York, Chicago, California, oh, um, and D.C. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. yeah, so and that's it. Um, but and are there other Trumba uh, ambassadors, or are you, you do it all for um, America? Yeah, we just got two new people in California, um, but we've had, we've had some people, you know. In but, so, but, but by adding D.C., that's just going to go into you? Yep. 
So you'll be popping down to DC a yeah. lot. So if anybody wants to try some trombone, look <laughs> <yeah. laughs> out my friends down there. Cool. Der- Derek Brown's punk rock dude. All right. You know, you know him? Yeah. Owns Columbia Room. Oh, yeah. All right. Great cool. dude. Good friend of mine. Derek, Ash, Heather Ash might be crashing on your couch. That might um. happen. <laughs> I'm small. I fit in. Yeah. Anyway, so um, <laughs> 100% Agave, Highlands, Austin Tequila, um, Marco Sedano is our master distiller. Um, he first got his go around by uh, being the guy who kind of created the 100% Agave Spirit for Don Julio. Um, oh. Stayed on with them for like a really long time. And this is his first independent project. Um, he oversees absolutely everything, him and his son, Rodrigo. His, um, you know, his role is no gringos in the kitchen. So whatever he <laughs> says goes. <laughs> and so here we are. Yeah. And he's awesome. And he's a great guy. And he comes up all the time and does like master classes. And he's just like an awesome, awesome dude. So you got anything on the calendar? He's coming soon or? Um, I be- yeah, I believe like in like May, June. So May, June. Yeah. Right, we'll that area. For that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, so let's drink Blanco. Yeah, the Blanco. That's, that's awesome. I've already drank most of mine. Okay. Well, we have more. <laughs> I have, I I'm have, still exhausted. I first tequila today. Uh, I'm so exhausted that this one beer and these three tastes of tequila are probably going <clears> to... <throat> Take a nap before we're done. <clears throat> yeah, probably going to be the end of me. I have to cool. unpack after this. Miles to go before I wake. Yeah, you're leaving town tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah. Big our, Sur. Um, cool. Yeah. Decent. So, <laughs> obviously, I, I would think, obviously, I could be totally wrong. It, it, Blanco's your, that's the seller, right? Um, yeah, I would say the Blanco and the Repo, they're doing yeah. the best. Um, we Weird. If you're a Grand Army. Skipping over. Lots oh, Blanco, whole yeah. lots of Repo flying around Grand Army these days. Yeah. Especially today, after the show. Yeah, Come yeah, by. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be hanging out there today at 5 o'clock, uh, yeah. 5 or 7. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Heather's going to be around for those who yeah. listen live. Drinking uh, some tequila cocktails yeah. and all that good stuff Hell with yeah. our buddy Kevin. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the Blanco's awesome. Um, I really love the Reposado, obviously. I, I've gone through a lot of it before. <laughs> but it's just, it's like. Burnt tropical fruits and all that goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you totally get the uh, the bourbon barrels off of that. My, I definitely get down with the uh, Anejo. That's my personal favorite. I kind of say that it has everything on the palate that I love, which is like, you know, like coffee and tobacco and chocolate and red fruits and things like that. Cool. <laughs> but it's kind of interesting. It's like a 50-50 split between people digging the Repo and the Anejo. Um, Repo's just so fucking yeah. smooth, man. It, yeah. It, I don't know. I, I just like drinking it straight. Like Cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want it on the rocks. I just love drinking street. I'm a Blanco guy, man. I just, I don't know yeah. why. You know, a lot of people lately, I've noticed a lot of customers at the bar, a lot of people are going back to Blanco, and I get it. I like the sort of like a little bit of vegetal, slightly peppery. I don't know, man. Blancos yeah. are my jam. Yeah, there's like a lot of white pepper on this one, and pretty floral but I think yeah. yeah and actually our Blanco it sees absolutely no time on oak to like mellow out the flavor so that's straight from the still yeah so it's pretty impressive and even like our Repo and our Anejo they're super light in comparison to a lot of other Repos and Anejos um, we don't add anything extra to the barrels to accelerate aging or anything like that um, so when you're even having our Anejo that's 24 months on oak you're definitely still having an agave spirit you're definitely still tasting the Blanco coming through yeah um, pass me one of those uh, uh, Southern sure buddy yeah. you got three glasses Glasses of Añejo all you the way across the studio. All the glasses, <laughs> actually. Careful. <laughs> thank you, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> I forget to share. 
She was over there like, yeah, I lived in New Orleans yeah. and I love tequila. <laughs> Southern's living like, his yeah, best yeah, life over there. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Those who can <laughs> do, get it. <laughs> get, exactly. I'm going to go to Grand Army after this and drink some tequila cocktails. I'm taking, uh, I'm taking the full day away from Coup, I think. Nice. Really? Get it. I mean, we did the project. Uh, you know, I want to make the show about me, but the entire project we did in six weeks. Under yeah. six weeks. It was like literally five weeks and four days. Yeah. From That's we insane. have the space to we're opening the doors. So it's amazing. I'm exhausted. Yeah. <clears throat> Plus in there, don't forget, I went to I was out of country for twelve days. Didn't you yeah. get back like two days before it opened or something like that? Indeed, correct. Yeah, so I was everything was on email and text <laughs> while I was in all the lands. And then uh, uh, I came back. Here's the even more kind of weirdly interesting part. Mm-hmm. The whole the entire staff by by both uh, our GM Ali and um, my partner Max got hired. While I was away. So I came so. back and walked into a room full of people I had never met. I trained them for 10 hours straight, and we opened the bar the next day. Well, <laughs> damn. All right. Okay, here's Getting another. it done. I don't need, I, I'm sorry, team at Coup. I, I, will, I will eventually learn all your names. Um, I don't uh, even know all their names. I'll, I'll buy them shots at Trump, but we'll be fine. Hey, what's your name? <laughs> yeah. What's your name? You're fine. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey you buddy. Oh, yeah. Your buddy, your ace, your champ. Um, <laughs> but, okay, so here's, okay, I got to ask something. Like, sorry. Sorry, Heather. Um, so you got a lot of. So there, you're, just, you're just kind of a weird dude. We don't know that. Um, I have to ask. Uh, do you, okay. So Nick Corn was on the show last week. Yeah. Funny, awesome dude. Yes. From Boston, Charming. first Boston. Uh, we after the show, we went and hung out and had some drinks stuff. Popped around the neighborhood. Nice. And uh, we got on the conversation of uh, phone chargers, like backup chargers. Mm-hmm. Do you have one? Because okay, so I. Everyone, Souther doesn't have an actual, a, computer. an actual computer. He does everything from his cell phone. Are you serious? He owns yeah. two bars, yeah. and he does all this brand work and, like, gets bartending all over the place. How do you... He does it all from his cell phone. That's all I got. And, like, so do you, are you just I, very responsible 7. about plugging it in, or do you have, like, a backup charger? I go, I go almost nowhere without a, a cord to plug it in myself. Gotcha. Um, and I wow. do have a charger. And also, randomly, you're asking me this today, because yesterday I saw this thing on Kickstarter... <laughs> That I'm going to back so I can get one. It's a braided leather bracelet that wraps around your arm twice and plugs into itself. But when you open it up, it is a phone charger. <laughs> oh, so it's a leather yeah, bracelet. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. I'll find out. You're welcome, Kickstarter. Um, but also, I looked at it because we're looking to do a Kickstarter because we're going to we're talking about opening another coup in L.A. Oh, wow. wow. Already. We're five days old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, slow down, Robbie. Take, take a break. Um, <laughs> take a But he, he talked about wanting to do a Kickstarter, and I've never really looked at that. So I looked at Kickstarter, and I just looked at the most popular, and it was one of the ones that's already funded like 7,000 times more than it needed. So like, mm. it's a done deal. But cool. yeah, I ordered one because it's like a leather. It looks nice, and you wouldn't know. And when you open it, it's got the USB end and the plug your phone in, and you just said, need a cube. That's amazing. Yeah, that's totally your stuff. Yeah, thing. I carry one around everywhere. This, this is this is uh, this is literally all I use is my iPhone. Um, Crazy. And, uh, and also, like, do they have turquoise on them? Yeah, also, <laughs> yeah right. And also, randomly yesterday, I uh, I officially hired an assistant who probably does have a computer. <laughs> well, there you well go. God don't, willing, yeah. yeah. Don't buy a computer; just hire an assistant. His name is Josh. <laughs> <laughs> he will be great. Okay, back to the tequila. <laughs> wait, okay, so wait, Heather, do you have, since since you travel quite a bit, Yeah. do you have a, a preferred, like, 
backup. No, charger. I always keep my charger with me. Like I try, and I try to like you know keep like the other charger thing you know with me, and I just never charge that. Like I'm not, I'm barely even responsible enough to like charge my own phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, but I, I always do that. Hey, baby, can you do me a favor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Plug you got, that in. You got an iPhone charger back yeah, there. Yeah, or like, or, or you know, oh gosh, if you're one. I'm of those, never embarrassed to ask. At, yeah. the, at my bar, at bars, both of them, I have a charging station behind the bar. That uh, anyone asks, I have yeah. Android, iPhone, I got them all, and um, and I always just say, you get one ride. Yeah, fair. And, and they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I will take your phone away from you, and I will plug it in. But the minute you ask for it back, I'm not plugging it in again. Yeah, you yeah. can't check it for text messages. Or I'm not going like to be the shuttle for your phone. Yeah, and I purposely put this charger behind the bar on both the bars. Because I want to take their phone away. I want to talk to the people around them. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Focus. Stop give me looking, some eyes. Stop looking at the fucking eyes phone. Right here. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anybody. <laughs> yes. Familiar um, story. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but yeah, if there's a bar that like has like the under the bar charger or oh, whatever, yeah, dude, I love you. And I will yeah. definitely like go in there and just be like, yeah, no, I just came in to see you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Like, little, oh, I'm totally, I'm juice. totally stealing your electricity. <laughs> um, okay, so, right, so we're drinking Añejo now. Now, yeah. now we're on to the Añejo. <laughs> yeah, like I said, my favorite out of the line. Uh, You're right, though, man. This really yeah. still has a lot of those green aromas. Totally, it's, even though yeah. it's got a nice amber hue. Yeah, but even the color is super light. Like it's just it's so awesome. You've been down to see the facility? Oh, yeah. A bunch of times? Mm-hmm. Yep. In two years? Yep, a couple times. And then we're going to be going back down, I think, in a couple months as well and doing a little trip. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know if I caught this. So this is also Asian bourbon barrels, right? Yep. Everyone. Right, yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's uh, 22 to 24 months. Cool. Whenever Marco says go, it goes. So, yeah. 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 I've heard that there's an extra Anejo in the works. I haven't tried it, but super stoked for whenever that happens. Yeah. So, yeah. What's your favorite tequila cocktail? Um, uh, honestly, I definitely will get down with an Infante. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I dig that. I dig yeah. it. It's just super. Run it, run it down for the listener. Yeah. And, so, Blanco, lime juice, orgeat, uh, nutmeg on top. I don't know who did it first. Giuseppe Gonzalez. Yeah. 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 Really? That's a oh. geo. Oh, that guy. It's a geo joint. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching my language because I uh, I was like, what if I say fuck too much? And so there was like, no, Giuseppe has the crown on that. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I called him. I sent him a text message. And I'm like, I'm going to knock you out of the box on that. <laughs> I'm going to fucking knock you out of the fucking box on I that fucking this. shit. <laughs> but I'm behaving. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. You're doing great. Trying not to have like my, you know, jersey come out too much. The Infante. You know, I... Drink some more tequila. Drink, drink, drink. Everybody, let's get weird. <laughs> I, uh, I typically don't really drink... Um, Cocktails. I, I, I say it slowly and weirdly because I don't want people to freak out. But, I, I, but, I'm in but the it's same not a boat. secret. It's not a secret. I, I generally drink stuff neat yeah. <clears throat> or on the rocks, and I only drink water and alcohol. It's been, uh, been over seventeen years since I've had anything to drink besides water and alcohol, unless there was something in the alcohol. Like I'll drink a daiquiri, but it's not a thing I'd usually order. It's typically something someone hands me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the number one ordered cocktail in America, we all know, right? The margarita. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I fucking love a margarita. Yeah. It's got to have salt, though. I do not like salt on my margarita. I got to have it, man. I'm kind of with you on that one. I just think it's like too too much, like too, like... If you don't have salt on it, are you down with a couple drops of saline in it? That salt really wakes it up, man. No, I I understand that. Because salt is a palate stimulator. Also, former chef, I just want the fucking salt. Well, no, dude, I love salt. I mean... I just want it on there. Yeah. 
I, I want just, it on everything. I don't know. I think maybe from uh, maybe I got conditioned to hating it because like when I started bartending and there's like salt everywhere. Like, <laughs> also, we, like you know what? Don't salt the whole fucking rim. Salt half exactly. the rim. Yeah, I was about to say we have a margarita on on the menu at Coop. And we, we, we don't ask the question salt or no salt. We just salt half. And there's some really That's sexy, your choice. There's yeah. some really sexy shit you can do with like a half salted rim. Like you can like dip it like further down, like at a 45 degree angle. Sure. So it kind of does like a, yeah. like a crescent moon kind of thing on the side. It's yeah. like you can make it look nice and like like functional at the same time. But it's like I, I, I typically always ask for mine without salt. Yeah. Unless you've got like, it's like worm salt or like smoked uh, yeah, sea yeah. salt or What's something cool like that. <laughs> What's the worm salt called? I love yeah. that stuff too. They have it over at uh, Cosme. Delicious. Yeah. yeah. Um, I could take it. I could do a whole show on fucking salt. Yeah. But I don't you know like it I off my burger. We could do a show on salt. I'll be into yeah. that. Um, I mean, this isn't get tequila. Mark Kurlansky on here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this isn't tequila or nothing, but I discovered like a jungle bird with some saline in that. What? Yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah, salt yeah. changes stuff, man. I can get down with sure. that. I mean, we, we, at Booker and Dax, we put saline in damn near every drink. Yeah. Right. Just a couple of drops. Uh, yeah. That's all you need. Right? It really wakes stuff up. Mm-hmm. Um, but then going further, because you asked her what her favorite was, I like a margarita. Yeah. I'm not embarrassed. Um, I'm a little embarrassed. Uh, but a fucking <laughs> tequila Negroni is a thing of beauty in my mind. Yeah. Right? Well, I was going to say this Blanco. I've used this Blanco. Sorry, I, I said Negroni, a tequila white Negroni. Blanco yeah, tequila, Sioux, uh, and like some Coqui Americano or even Lille yeah. to lighten it up. Stirred over ice with a, with a lemon twist. I Let's start making cocktails. I love that, Jim. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're going to make some this afternoon over at the Grand Army. We will be making. Yes. <laughs> Cocktails will be made. There Cocktails will be some. We'll be making be them disappear. <laughs> we'll be making them go away. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna go fast. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, Dude, this blanco makes a great last word too. Just mm. classic riffs for man. sure. Because it's peppery and like goes with the creature truth. Great idea. I've never done that. Because mm. you don't have juice at one of your bars. What about a bijou? <laughs> I know, dude. The world just reopened for me five days ago. What, how does it feel? Are your arms sore from shaking? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah that's why I said I'm fucking exhausted, yeah. dude. I saw a video of Max like shaking. I was like, so that's what your shake's like. That was the last time you did that. <laughs> I can't wait to come to Koo just to like. Yeah. There's some flair on that. of you guys. Yeah. Max has got a pretty good shake, to be yeah. honest. How the hell oh, believe your shoulders me. hanging in? Well, let me tell People are coming in there and ordering shaking drinks just to see. The, they don't even want. Them. They don't even want it. You know, like my regulars at Amora coming over and being like, "Can I get some of the drinks I get at Amora?" I'm like, "Absolutely. What do you want?" And they're like, "I want to uh, shake me up a margarita." <laughs> like, I'm like, "All right, fine. Work for I, it. I get it. I get it. I get it." Uh, you know, yeah, make me dance. It's fun, and it's all it's all for a great cause. So I don't give a shit. Dance. Yeah, it's all for a great cause. So I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about trauma a little more, yeah. and then we're probably going to wrap up relatively soon. Okay, uh, I'm getting nice and buzzed, though. To be honest, sweet. I haven't Good. had. Glad you know, I can help you out. I haven't had like Wednesday. time to do, to drink or even eat. Table forty two is really making my mouth water today. <laughs> yeah, they're eating some nice pasta right outside the they're studio not even window. At us. <laughs> right, they don't care. They got a glass of wine, some pasta. It's nice out. Okay. Um, Tromba. <laughs> we gotta, gotta wrap this up so you can get some food, man. You too, man. You said I'm starving. You said it when we got here. So you were starving. Glad I showed up and got you drunk. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Like the lack of sleep and the energy that's been expended and the lack of food. Yeah. I'm three right. sips of tequila and uh, three quarters of a beer in, and I'm feeling fine. Nice. Well, good. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dave, <laughs> he's awesome. the best. Um, so, do you guys uh, do you do events? Do you have anything coming up? Or yeah, yeah, let's, totally. Let's do a little promotion outside of, outside I mean, of we, tonight. Yeah, yeah, totally. We have our we're doing our happy hour over at Grand Army Bar, one of the 
finest bars in Brooklyn. Um, and then According we're to Imbibe Magazine. Yeah. One of the uh, finest yeah, bars I, in the country. I, yeah, I hear. <laughs> the rumor has it. Notch um, your belt right uh, there. Thank you. Yeah, and then we're doing a single, we're going to be doing a big old Cinco de Mayo over at Sweetwater Social. Oh, crap, that's coming up soon. Yeah, that's coming up real soon. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, and so Sweetwater Social is going to be doing like a bunch of... Um, uh, like shot special, cocktail specials. We're trying to get some like large format margaritas going. Holy shit! And it's on a machines. Friday this year. I know. Oh yeah, oh, so yeah. it's going to be go popping off. And also, that bar just always is it's go time. slammed. Yeah, so it's just going to be it's going to be a blast. You know, coincidentally, so, yeah. that's Grand Army's two year anniversary. Oh. You opened on Cinco de Mayo, really? Yeah, we thought we were like going to be like kind of sly about that. It's like no one will come at Cinco de Mayo. It'll give us a chance to open up like kind of soft. No, we got fucking yeah. destroyed. But we're, I think we're going to do ours on like that Sunday the seventh. But that's TBD. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. Cinco I spent Cinco de Mayo at, at Grand Army last year. Actually, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I was like, I, I beat up that pinata on my walkout. I had to go <laughs> catch a flight. Like, <laughs> just beat it down with a muddler and <laughs> there were like minis of fireball flying through the air. And like, it was like, see ya, clean it up. I'm out of here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Cinco de Mayo is your next kind of big event. Yeah, that's Anything kind of what I'm saying. Calendar you want to promote um, while we're on the air? To nothing all the too huge coming up. Ten or right twelve now. listeners. Yeah, we just <laughs> <laughs> yeah we just we just did a whole lot in the last month, like coming off of a National Margarita Day, so mm-hmm. we got pretty down on that. So right on. yeah, so yeah, that's what we got coming up. All right, so uh, Cinco de Mayo at Sweetwater Social mm-hmm. and Grand Army over there with this. Uh, Super Cooper. Yeah. Uh, right after this at uh, the Grand Army Bar. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, where can you? So the, you're, you're not you're not nationwide. You know, we have worldwide listeners. Yeah. No, we're not. So everybody out there, you can't all get it, but you can stand up and ask for it, and that'll get it to you faster. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Right? Tromba. T R O M B A. You got a website you want to promote? Uh, yeah. Trombatequila dot com. Get in on it. Easy enough. Yeah. Tequila Tromba. tromba tequila. At Tequila Tromba. Um, on the, on the uh, Instagram on the and whatnot. And things. Sure. Yeah. If you want to find me, I'm Heather Ann Ash. On Instagram? Get at it. Yeah, Heather Ann Ash? You, you should find her. Pretty awesome. <laughs> it's a pretty entertaining account. A lot of dog pictures, but whatever. <laughs> dogs of it. Instagram. Deal that's, with that's it. Just yeah. Tequila no. dogs of Instagram. It's my, it's my pierogi, my dog. Yeah. Well, awesome. Um, <laughs> I'm going to plug myself one more time. Please get your ass over to Koo and drink for a good cause. Drink um, Tromba for a good cause. Drink Tromba for a good cause. I got it on my bar. Yep. Uh, come, uh, come make me shake you a margarita. I'll use it. <laughs> Let's get it on. Um, and then, yeah. Follow us uh, also at Coo, C-O-U-P-N-Y, on all media. Make us your friend on Facebook. Tell people to come over to the bar. Um, hey, congratulations yeah. again, man. Oh, yeah. thank you. Super congratulations, Thank you, man. thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I couldn't be happier with the turnout and the, the expression of love that people are giving me um, and the bar itself. Uh, we're, we're really doing a good thing uh, for all the right reasons. We're, we're being um, pretty humble and pretty selfless about the fact that we're giving it all away. Um, you know, we throw up, we, you know, we in our business, the three of us in this room for sure, and probably a lot of the listeners, we, we throw a party every day. That's our job, right? To, to operate a bar and show mm-hmm. people a good time. Um, and there's no reason we can't do that and, and also be, uh, be, be charitable and giving at the same time. <clears throat> All right, I'll Absolutely. stop talking before I cry about my bar. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, yeah, no tears to talk to. Let's get some pizza. <laughs> yeah, you want to take us out? Uh, yeah, man. Well, I oh guess... wait, let me. Uh, sorry, I pulled out my my, yeah. my my one computer so I can g- give a quick rundown. Next week we got uh, Peter Nevanglaski from Avua Kashasa. Uh, sorry, Avua Kashasa. <laughs> I can never can pronounce that shit. Somebody knocking on the door. What was that? <laughs> uh, the following week is a great one. Oh my gosh. Uh, 
Pete Fornatale and uh, Dale DeGroff are going to be here to talk about um, ponies, ponies and whiskey. And Dale's going to bring his uh, guitar or banjo, and you're going to bring something. And That's awesome. there'll be music to be listened to. It's going to be the best thing ever. And the following week is uh, Matt Freelander from Sweetwater Social, yeah, who's also a guitar player. So he's going to bring guitar. We're going to have two shows in a row where he's we listen to you Sally. play some music. Yeah. Cool, man. And he'll probably bring Sally, his awesome. adorable little snowball of a dog. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Dog. Uh, cool. That's it for the show this week. Heather, thank you so much thank for being you. in the studio. Thank yeah. you, guys. Love you to death. I love you, And uh, love the tequila, of course. You know that. I've been carrying it forever. Um, <laughs> for as long as it's been around, yeah. I guess. Uh, and pick uh, up my tequila. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that happened. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, check out Trauma Tequila. Check out Heather and Ash. She's the best. Um, uh, and check out all the other programs on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. And until next, next week... Uh, that's it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Salute. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, cheers, cheers. <laughs> so you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll, Lord. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The devil the rhythm and blues that sound. It's gonna get you some in the end. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network. Food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.